Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And today is a crazy one. Lindsay. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. We got another international episode. It's in the UK, so you know it's old. Oh, that's right. These are some of my favorites. Yes, I love the UK episodes. And also, like, it's so old. This is an extremely notoriously haunted place. Like, I had heard of this place years and years ago, and it always stuck in my mind. And I knew that we were going to have to do an episode on it. Now, it's about 100 miles away from London in a town called Wotan Under Edge. Kind of an interesting name of a town. Let's hope you got that right. <laughs> I think I did. And there are so many ghosts here, Lindsay, that they don't even know how many ghosts are there. But the locals will even cross the street rather than walk directly by it in this Ooh. town. So this is your haunted holiday at the Ancient Ram Inn. So like I said, Lindsay, this Ancient Ram Inn, the word ancient, by the way, is in its name, okay? So I think that's a little telling. It was built all the way back in 1145. Unbelievable. Like that's, there's got to be some ghosts walking around that place. <laughs> there's no I, doubt. It's like a thousand years old. That's crazy. And I'm just going to throw this out there. It almost looks a thousand years old. Honestly. Oh, does it? But it is the oldest building that's still located in this town. And what's even crazier is it was actually built on what was originally a pagan burial ground and this pagan burial ground dates back all the way to they think around 3000 bc whoa unbelievable i wonder how long ghosts hang around you know is it unlimited is there a is there a timeline who the heck knows i have no idea but i mean just that idea is crazy right that it's on this burial ground that is so old but when they built the Ram Inn, it was originally built to be home of slaves and masons and builders, people that were actually making the next door church, St. Mary's Church, right down the street. And so that's what its original purpose was. And it was later turned into a home for priests that were at that church, as well as bishops. Then it turned into an inn where you know people would stay, kind of like a bed and breakfast as well as a popular pub. But thinking about this, Lindsay, we can't even go into all the history here, right? Because it is so old, but there is so much death in this area, okay? Think about just how ancient it is. I mean, one of the stories that I was able to find was apparently there was somebody who was being prosecuted as a witch. And this was kind of back in, back in the day when they were prosecuting witches and burning them at the stake. This was around the 1500s. And this witch was getting ready to go on trial. She actually fled and went to the inn to try to get away from these prosecutors. And she was ultimately captured and she was burned at the stake right there on the property. Wow. That would just be like 
I think like the grizzly bear situation or a shark or that kind of death would be terrible. But second to that, burning to death, 100%. So, and that's just one example of horrible stuff that has happened here. The other thing that that we know happened was there was an innkeeper's daughter back in the day. I couldn't tell you what year this was, but she was apparently murdered by being hung in the attic of the inn. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So over the years, I mean, it's had all this horrible stuff happen. There's a lot of like legend that we'll get into a little bit that we think might have happened. But, you know, it was an inn and then eventually it turned into a private residence. It was purchased by a man named John Humphreys in 1968. And he actually lived there, Lindsay, all the way until his passing in 2017. So he lived at this place that's notoriously haunted for decades. Wow. How, how big is this place? You know, it's hard to say. It does not look particularly big, right? Like, it is not like what we know buildings to be today where it's like open and airy and this, this open floor plan. Like, it is tiny, creepy rooms. It's old. So I couldn't tell you how big. It does not look huge. It does not look like a mansion by any means. Okay. Looks kind of standard size. Now, you know, when John Humphreys bought it, he immediately started experiencing ghostly activity. And when he got married and he had his daughters there, they actually eventually left. And they say it's partly because they refused to live in this house anymore. And the dad, John, was insisting that he did not want to leave, although he was terrified of it, but he still didn't want to leave. In fact, the kids claim some nights they would see people running out of the ancient Ram Inn, like terrified, or even when it wasn't in like a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. people would claim that instead of walking out the front door because they saw something scary, they would jump out the window. What? That's a first that we've ever heard. What are they seeing to make them jump out windows? Oh, we're definitely going to get into that. Okay. This show is supported by Sonnet. Listening to podcasts shouldn't be hard, but so many podcast apps on Android are cluttered and confusing. That's right. With its modern clean design and extremely user-friendly interface, Sonnet makes it easier for those on Android to discover new shows, listen, subscribe, and get notified of latest episodes. Best of all, it's free. Click the link in the description to listen to your haunted holiday on Sonnet. So... There's a few different reasons and theories out there as to why they think this place is haunted. Obviously, we talked about it being on a pagan cemetery, right? Some of these horrible things that have happened make total sense. There's also a theory that I had never really thought too much about, and it's called ley lines. And it's a very common paranormal theory around some of these places. Have you ever heard of this, Lindsay? Never. I've never heard of this. Okay. 
So basically what ley lines is, is there was some guy back in the day and he was looking at maps and he was able to draw these lines through these maps and able to connect all these major things that had Mm -hmm. things in common, like some of the wonders of the world and, you know, things like that, right? Well, anyways, so he basically said these are like spiritual tunnels. And on these ley lines, there's more spiritual activity. Well, the ancient, and that was a horrible explanation of ley lines, by the <laughs> okay, way. Okay, I but, was going to say, I am not sold. <laughs> I mean, my horrible explanation is partially because I'm also not sold on this theory. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, they've they've had other people create their own ley lines where they're kind of trying to debunk it and said, oh, look, I've created this line and it goes through all these pizza places. You know, like, is that a ley line that's causing spiritual energy? I don't know. A lot of people believe in this. Mm -hmm. You know, I did do some digging into it and it, you know, it just sounded like a stretch. But what's interesting about this place is it does fall directly on a ley line that is directly connected to Stonehenge. Ooh. And Stonehenge isn't that far. So let's say for a second this ley line theory is correct. They think some of this spiritual energy may be coming from Stonehenge and creating kind of a portal. And this is how everything's kind of boiled up there. Weird. Okay. I don't know much about Stonehenge. Like, wasn't that aliens? Her aliens building up spirits. <laughs> I, Who the heck knows how Stonehenge was created? But my first thought goes aliens. I mean, I have no idea. Now, the other thing that they talk about, and you know, this is kind of a running theme through a lot of haunted places, is water and streams and stuff mm-hmm. like that. People say that water tends to, you know, tie ghosts in. And, you know, this place was actually built on a stream and a well. Like, it was pretty much water that they had redirected because they wanted to build that St. Mary's Catholic Church. And so they actually redirected a bunch of water in order to build this. And Mm -hmm. so they claim because there's so much water under the earth there that that could be part of it, too. Now, let's get into some of the scarier reasons this place could be haunted. After John Humphreys moved in, because this was put on like a pagan burial ground, he actually started digging up to do some renovations. Like he was replacing a whole wall on this barn, for example. And underneath that, they found tons of bodies buried there. Okay. Now, some of these bodies were children's bodies. Actually, a lot of them were children's bodies. And what they found with those sometimes were daggers that he claims appeared to be used. And so his theory is that this was human sacrifices of children and some kind of devil worship happening there. Oh my goodness. Because they found these bodies and they found these daggers, which looked like some sort of ritualistic device. Right. Now, apparently, there's even kind of an open grave area there in the house that's been dug up. And if you even, like, sift your fingers through the dirt, you'll find, like, shards of bone in there. That's how many bones are under this place. Like, anywhere they dig, 
they find bodies. Yeah, interesting legend. I got to say, I'm very skeptical about the sacrificing. Although, you know, think about, was it the Mayans that had that game where they were sacrificing? So anything back in the day, it's certainly possible. Hold that thought because they did find some other interesting things that could mean there was some kind of devil worship or something happening there. So they found mummified animals. They found jars with strange liquid in it. One of them they said looked like it was maybe containing a finger. Like there was some sort of, I don't know, potion or something taking place there. And then the other thing they found, which is really creepy, in this chimney, there is... Uh, there was like a brick that was kind of out of place and so he removed the brick and there was a hole where they found goat hooves no oh my goodness goats that's just not a good good sign (laughs) exactly because goats they say like the legend is is like if the devil presents himself he will take the form of a goat they think all these things put together mean that there was sacrifices and some sort of devil worship that they believe might have been happening there and i mean Lindsay, this place is a thousand years old so maybe there was who knows definitely strange something that if it's not devil worshiping something we certainly do not understand yeah for sure so we talked about why it might be haunted let's get into some of the different haunted stuff okay one of the things that was seen actually by a plumber who was working there was a Roman soldier on horseback just kind of going through the walls. So I think it was actually like a not intelligent haunting. Like Mm -hmm. this ghost had no idea this soldier was here and he's just like going on through. Wow. It's like another dimension or just energy. Yeah, just just residual energy, which is pretty cool. The other place, they have a room that they call the witch's room. And if you remember my story about that um, so-called witch who was burned at the stake, that is the room that she actually stayed in on the property when she fled. Now, I don't know if this is the so-called witch, but they do claim, they say there's like a witch haunting this place. And one thing that she's known to do is scratch people. In particularly, she will scratch people three times leave three different marks on them and one thing that I saw that was really creepy is they say when you get three scratch marks like that that is mocking the holy trinity oh shut up oh that is so scary yeah no this is gonna be like another sally house shocker (laughs) I mean it's creepy So anyways, this happens regularly. The other thing that happens is people might get burned, like their skin physically gets slightly burned in this room. But the other thing that you'll hear a lot is this so-called witch laughing. Oh, oh my gosh. So that's like Bell Witch kind of stuff slash Sally House. Because remember the Sally House, you know, little girl supposedly haunting, but turns out demon scratches. And I even heard that guy that used to live there was burned. Yeah, exactly. Now there's another room in the house that they actually think is more haunted than the witch's room. This is actually what they call the bishop's room and where priests and bishops would stay when they were living there. They suspect that there are at least nine different bishops haunting 
just this room alone. And there's a monk that is seen here quite a bit. What's really creepy about this place, so throughout the house, but mainly in this room, people are picked up and thrown. Oh my gosh. Across That's the room. That's scary. Yes. So they get picked up and thrown, but not only that, they claim that 10 different people who have been there in this room in particular have had to go to the church to get an exorcism after the fact. Like they've been Ugh. physically possessed. Oh but why would that happen in the bishop's room? You'd think the bishops would be like more protective than anything. But Lindsay, so remember I talked about those goat hooves? Mm-hmm. That chimney where those were found is in the bishop's room. So they think that there was some sort of satanic ritual or something that was taking place there. That's so scary. I mean, like, demon movies, exorcism movies, freak me out. The idea of being possessed is just too scary to even fathom. Oh, I completely agree. It's terrifying. And this place is, like, known for it, for people getting possessed by demons or you know something now another ghost people see quite a bit is what they call the high priestess and she is seen wearing white religious robes and she's usually standing over somebody in bed with her arms in the air and chanting in some kind of strange language (laughs) oh my gosh now, if I saw that, I would probably would have jumped one and out of out of those windows. Right. Now, I mean, when people jump out these windows, just to clarify, they're not dying. They're not, you know, jumping from a very high up, you know, floor or anything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're scared enough that they're like, "Get me out of here!" Like, if I see somebody chanting in a strange language that isn't really there, yeah, I'm out. Absolutely, that. Or if I get thrown across a room, or get burned Um, I'm taking the quickest exit out so there's one other thing that might make you jump out a window Lindsay and Uh that is they have what they think here is an incubus and a succubus and we talked briefly in a previous episode about this but so an incubus is a male a, a demon in a male form at least that goes and tries to have sexual relations with a woman, usually while they're laying in bed, right? And by the way, stories of these go back for like hundreds and hundreds of years, okay? Mm -hmm. Now a succubus, this is even more interesting. Apparently a succubus is very similar to an incubus. However, it's, you know, the woman form of a demon that approaches a man while he's in bed And apparently, we're going to go somewhere pretty crazy, guys, here for a second, is trying to get the male's semen to create some kind of spirit baby. (laughs) That is (laughs) one of the craziest things I have ever heard in my life. Parents, cover your kids' ears. You don't want to hear have them hear about semen baby, you know, semen babies, <laughs> about ghost babies. Yeah, so some kind of spiritual baby is supposed to be created out of this. I'm assuming a demon because these are demons, they think. Now, you know, they this is a really prevalent figure there. 
And in fact, the old owner, John Humphreys, claimed that he was like assaulted. Is like, he the father to a demon child? I don't know. I mean, that that wasn't <laughs> disclosed. I mean, it's kind of a dumb question I'm asking, but call me a fool, but I don't believe in this. Yeah, but if you were to see this old owner, John Humphreys, talking about this, you might. Now, I don't know anything about any, you know, demon child being born or anything, but he does claim he's like on a regular basis, he would have this thing come into his bed. And in fact, the first night he stayed there after buying it, he was grabbed by the arm out of bed and dragged out of bed. And then after that, he would be, he would feel the presence of something like sexually assaulting him basically in bed. And he said that after that, he would always keep his Bible with him at all times. So whenever he feels it approaching, he will grab the Bible and like say a prayer and it will usually go away. But wow. that's how he's been able to kind of keep it at bay. But apparently he claimed when he was still alive, this was happening on a regular basis. He did TV inter interviews about this. Wow. And he he took it very seriously. I mean, I, I suppose if it was happening to you, you would. I just, I'm skeptical about some of it. But I do believe in ghosts. I believe in, you know, evil spirits. And I've never experienced that. Hopefully I never do. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you just never know. There's so much weird stuff out there so so true I, I mean you gotta have a laugh from time to time but yeah it would be horrible now that's the scary stuff there are also a few like basic ghost stuff here you know like this place has all this scary stuff but there's plenty of basic stuff to see like pictures falling off the wall there's mist there's like a man that's seen with his dog outside of the entrance like a ghost dog there's also like children giggling and screaming you know just on a random basis in this place i will say they're the least scary thing of this whole place i can't even believe i'm saying it i know because there's a lot of just what sounds like evil stuff at this place This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits.
So the ancient Ram Inn, Lindsay, is still privately owned. However, there are opportunities to go and do a tour. So one place that I would recommend if you're interested to go to this ancient Ram Inn, it's considered the most haunted place in England, potentially, right? I think Tower of London is right up there too. Now, if you go to their Facebook page, on occasion, they will post things about open days that they have where you can actually purchase a ticket to go in and do a tour. And they even let children in and and that kind of thing to see it because it's, you know, a historic place there in that town. And it's actually super cheap. It's only like six pounds, typically, at least what I was able to see from their previous post. So it's something you just have to keep an eye out for. The most recent one I saw was back in April. So just keep an eye out on that. The other thing that you can do, there are several companies out there that clearly work with the owner today and offer paranormal investigations. So if you look up Ghost Hunt Ancient Ram Inn, there's a couple different websites that are going to come up and offer this. Typically, it's 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. That's a lot of what I saw, but they're independent companies of the Ancient Ram Inn. And most of the time, it's anywhere between 60 to 70 pounds, which I thought was a pretty darn good deal. I think it's a great deal for like a six hour long paranormal ghost hunt in this really one of the more haunted locations I think we've ever discussed on this show. Yeah, and a lot of them too, they even will bring like a resident psychic along, that kind of thing. Cool. But you just got to sign up on their website. Now, one website I did find that looked like they had a pretty legit operation happening was what was called hauntedhappenings.co.uk. And you can look up the ancient ram in there and then book one of their ghost tours ahead of time. All right, guys. So the ancient ramen sounds so terrifying, but even though I'm not a fan of the demons, I would definitely book book that if I was over in England. I would have to take a look. So this is one of those places I think you have to go to. 100%. It's historic. It's got to be haunted. Okay, guys, we're moving on to our final segment of the show where we read a viewer email or message or even a review. In this case, we're going to read a review just because I thought it was super interesting. Um, this comes from uh, someone uh, that their username is Papa and Tab. And what they say is they said, we just got back from visiting Savannah and spent a few minutes in the lobby of the Marshall House. We agree. The staff is pretty cagey when it comes to talking about its haunted reputation. My seven-year-old son definitely didn't feel well while we were there. He complained of his left leg being sore. Maybe he was getting a bit of a sense of memory from the horrible surgeries that were performed there. We love your podcast and listen to many episodes on our seven-hour drive back home. Looking forward to more. Thank you guys so much for listening and sending us that review. It was really great. We read all of these. And uh, this one was particularly entertaining. I thought that is interesting. If you guys remember, our first episode was on the Marshall House, and that's in Savannah where they performed a ton of amputations and whatnot during the Civil War. So crazy that he had pain in his leg. I mean, it could have just been a random pain, but it could have had something to do with where they were at. And I like how they also agreed with us that they were a bit cagey, to use their terms, and to give you information about the ghosts that were happening. Right. Right. This is just a beautiful, really nice, cool hotel in downtown Savannah. So if you are in the area, 
make sure to book a room, but the staff may or may not be uh, open about chatting with you. Some are, some aren't about the ghosts. So, but it's beautiful. Yeah, really. It's great. Great location too. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure reach out to us. Send us a review. We might read it on the show. Um, If you like the show, make sure to do five stars. That's important. And also uh, subscribe to our show. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, or just go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us and send us an email with an episode recommendation or even one of your ghost stories. We might read it out. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Thanks for listening.